about to get real spooky. Welcome to the second episode of The Crack Pod, where we dissect conspiracy theories over an ice-cold brewski. My name is Sam. I've got my co-host with me, Zach. How's everyone doing? I think they're fantastic. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? That's great. So, like I mentioned, we are doing conspiracy theories over an ice-cold beer. Now, because Zach's doing No Nut November or something like that, <laughs> Sober he's not October having for a the beer. Record, yeah. What was it? Sober, Sober October? October is the know, record for the record. Yeah. So, he's not having a beer. So... I'll be having a beer on my own today. I'll be drinking Zach's beer for him. Uh, so the topic today, if you didn't uh, hear it in the last episode, which you should go check out, uh, is gang stalking. Gang stalking? What's gang stalking, Sam? Gang stalking is akin to organized harassment. Okay. It's people that call themselves targeted individuals that believe they've been targeted for a group harassment, basically. They're being stalked by not just one person, but potentially by a whole organization. I see. Or government body. Okay. Depends depends who you talk to. Okay. Some people think it's like a personal thing. So maybe their their friend has done them wrong and now they've gotten some large group of people to stalk them in the streets. Or maybe they think the government's after them. Right. But why would the government be after them? Is that up to their discretion? That's that's every indip- individual's a personal little, little delusion. Thing. Delusion. So like, okay, cool. Cool. So could you give like a... I guess like a definition of what gang stalkers think gang stalking or gang stalking victims think gang stalking is. So they, we've we've gotten this from a from a, a self determined victim. It's intense, long term, unconstitutional surveillance and harassment of a person who has been designated as a target by someone associated with America's security industry. Okay. So this is one of those people that I guess, um, sort of conflate it with the government a little more rather than personal attacks. Right. So, when compared to something like individual stalking, so when most people think stalking, they think sort of one on one, mano a mano. Yes. Um, usually, like a woman being stalked by maybe a ex partner, an ex partner, or maybe or some sort of like business stalking thing, like yeah. you know, someone a boss being stalked by a fired employee or something like yeah, that. Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Um, and when you compare the two in terms of validity of claims and stuff, there was actually a study done in Australia and the and the United Kingdom, which compared 128. Uh, self-defined victims of gang stalking with a randomly selected portion of uh, 128 self-declared victims of uh, one-on-one stalking. Um, All of the 128 victims that said they were being gang stalked were judged to be delusional. Um, Whereas only about 4% of those that claimed individual stalking were deemed delusional. delusional. Right, okay. I have some qualms about this particular result because I think like I don't know, 100% of anything is always a bit suspicious. Mm. But... 100 cents, a pretty big percentage. So so I think what they did in the study was they... Instead of, like, checking the validity of their stalking claims, they instead gave them, like, mental health checks. Yeah. Is they, that correct? Yeah, so they, right, they yeah. didn't actually investigate whether or not they were being stalked. No. The person probably would have gone there and they would have said, I'm being stalked by the government. I'm being hit with magical weapon beams that are destroying my life. And they would have gone, hmm... Okay. They didn't investigate it. They didn't ask the government whether they were attacking this sure. person with magical weapons. They just went, this person is showing symptoms of this, this, and this. Oh, delusion. And, right. and deemed them that way. Okay. And it just so happens that a lot of what happens 
uh, as a cause of gain of stalking comes off as delusional. Right, like the symptoms are similar. That's right. Right. What what a what a wacky coincidence. Yeah, it is a wacky the coincidence. Symptoms of gang stalking but also happen to be the symptoms of paranoia. I, I definitely have some issues with the methodology of the study, though, because if yeah. someone truly was being gang stalked, how they claim to be gang stalked, you wouldn't know because they're not. You wouldn't know. And also, there's that could easily result in paranoia. It could do. Right. If if I personally was being gang stalked. I feel like I would exhibit you symptoms would be of paranoia. paranoid. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. I guess that makes sense. And then all they've done is determine that they are paranoid, which is the truth. So I guess it's Oof. a bit circular in taking down academia. It's it's a bit circular in a way. Some of the, some of the logic of yeah. of the study. I, I I still think it's interesting just totally. in terms of comparing what an individual, a person that thinks they're being individually stalked, <clears throat> their sort of mindset. Yes. Because someone that's being individually stalked could also be become paranoid. Yes. Because of that. Totally. But I think they were looking for other symptoms as well, like um, depression, um, things like antisocial behavior, like completely right. cutting themselves off and stuff okay. like that. So in this episode, we're going to go over a few things. We've given you a nice, hopefully clear definition of what gang stalking yeah. is. We're going to go over how to tell if you're a victim of gang stalking. I've compiled a small list here. It's um, not small at all. <laughs> no, I, it's about two pages, but I've highlighted some of the ones that I think are more potent. Yes. Um, of, of things that might show tell you that you're being gang stalked and if you recognize these things you're fucked you're being gang stalked i think before we dig in i'd just like to gauge where you're at exactly with how many reported victims of gang stalking you believe actually are being gang stalked just before we dig into the nitty-gritty do you mean like people on forums uh or people who are if you ask them face to face if you ask them face to face in the street probably 0.01 percent yeah i think that's a pretty pretty fair estimate I think in, in terms of... We'll, we'll go into some more realistic cases of, of actual organized stalking a little later. Yes. Because this this stuff does happen. Totally, a of, totally. A lot of conspiracy theories and things we're going to talk about on the show will have kernels of truth to them. Yes. And this is no different. Game stalking and organized harassment has a kernel of truth. It does happen. I think we, we wouldn't get the same depth in our episodes if they were totally, totally just bonkers. No. Like there was no... Like we did extent. reptilians or something. Yeah, that would be just noodles. <laughs> we're totally doing it. Um, yeah, so we'll go into a few... We're going to go into some signs. We're going to go into um, a few facets of gang stalking, like electronic harassment, uh, which is sort of that magic weapon stuff I was talking about. <laughs> and then we're going to go into um, some real life situations where organized harassment has actually occurred. Yeah. Alrighty, let's get into some signs and symptoms. Alright, so now we're going to dig into how to know if you're being gang-stalked with Sam and Zach. This is, this is like a wiki how. <laughs> how to know if you're paranoid schizophrenic, basically. Oh no. Um, okay, so, so as I said earlier, I've got a, about I got this from like someone's personal blog. Yeah. Um, and they've written probably two and a half pages of dot points on how to know if you're being gang stalked. So this is their personal experiences then? These are signs that well, they, they've experienced themselves? Or is it some compiled? Of it, some of it is that. Obviously, okay. I'll go through some of these and you're going to say that sounds oddly specific. <laughs> yeah. um, but some of these are meant to be general advice. So I've, I've highlighted some of the more pertinent ones. Yeah. So first off, we've got the use of gym, tan or bug spray. Okay, so like aerosols. So if, any, just, if, if anyone's using any fucking aerosols near your person, you're... That is a sign of gang stalking. Right. It's funny because this is not the only aerosol-related 
no, uh, we've got, sign. We've got more aerosol-related <laughs> signs. Aerosols are deep in, in yeah. stalking. There's deep connections. Uh, we've got power outages. So if you lose power in your home, um, you're probably being gang stalked. If my home lost power without my neighbor's home losing power, that would make me suspicious. What if you hadn't paid your power bill? Well, then I wouldn't be suspicious <laughs> <Yeah>. anymore. <laughs> so you, a lot of these things... Uh, well, I'll go through the sort of running themes a little later, yeah. but I'm sure a lot of people are going to pick up on... A lot of this of is the, like just Occam's Razor, like maybe he didn't yeah, pay his power bill. Yeah, maybe bills. he didn't pay his power bill because yeah. he's a bit uh, cut off yeah, from sure. the world and stuff like that. Sure. Anyway, so we've got power outage. We've got frequent urination. Right. So if you're doing a lot of wheeze, you've got two options. One, you're a diabetic. Yeah. And two, being gang-stalked. And diabetics who are being gang-stalked, unfortunately, can't use this... <laughs> As one of the signs. Yeah. So you're either diabetic or you're gang stalked. Yeah. Uh, next, we've got uh, more more uh, piss-related <laughs> signs. We've got light-coloured urine or cloudy urine. The guy just sounds sick. It just, it, <laughs> no, a lot of this is just like you just sound like you're sick. Uh, next is uh, a bright red spot in your eye. Right. So this, to me, sounds like... The result of insomnia or like stress. Yeah. That is one of those themes that runs through here is insomnia. I think a lot of these people don't get a lot of sleep. Right. Because they stay up at night listening for sounds and hearing voices. Right. But then it's sort of like chicken and the egg, right? They're not sleep well because they're being gang stalked. Well, maybe, or are they thinking they're being gang stalked because they've got insomnia yeah. and paranoia? Well, many, many websites and blogs I looked at put red eyes as one of the telltale signs. Okay. That you're being gang stalked. But yeah. obviously, yeah, that can come from things like stress, yeah. losing sleep. Yeah. Uh, next one. <laughs> this is my favorite. Permanent frown. <laughs> Just always frowning. Just, if you're always frowning, you, you could be being gang stalked. I wonder if they feel like it's involuntary. That they're frowning? Yeah. It might sort of more be like, <laughs> if you're gang stalked, you're always sad. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I wonder if they're separating that from like... Like, do they look at themselves in the mirror and, like, wonder why they're frowning? Or is it, like... Why am I so upset? Or is it, why am I sad? Uh, next, uh, another aerosol-related one. So yeah. We've had, we've had three urine-related ones. <laughs> and this is our second aerosol. Uh, taste of deodorant in the mouth when applying on underarms. So, if we were to apply Occam's razor to this one, is yeah. it more likely they've accidentally sprayed some deodorant in their face or they're being gang-stalked? I've done that before. It I've happens. Gone, I've gone to... If you angle the can wrong... Yeah. And, you, and you're looking down at your armpit... Just checking it. Yeah. Just seeing what's going on. Boom. And you, you have your mouth open. I'm sure these people have their <laughs> Like <breathing>. always. <laughs> these people definitely breathe through their mouths. They're mouth breathers. Yeah. So when they're looking down and they're breathing with their mouth, they're, they're going to get some aerosol in their mouth. Yeah. So I think, that, I think that sort of explains that. I think we can cut that one. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Occasional swarming of gnats. <laughs> so if you're surrounded by gnats... Um, that's that's a good sign that you're being gang stalked. I don't know how. I think this is one of the least suspicious ones because someone could just be releasing swarms of gnats near you. <laughs> that would send is that you very common. No, it's not common. That's what I'm saying. This has happened to this guy several times. You think he's just got gnats everywhere? Maybe he just stinks. Maybe he does. <laughs> Next, we've got the the targeting of private parts. I don't really know what this means. I think. This goes back to like what I was talking about before with electronic harassment. Okay. If you think someone's shooting laser beams or into his nuts. Him or her are getting laser beams sh- shot in the into their penis or <laughs> vagina. 
<laughs> so I think that's what that's for that too. So yeah, wow. If you think you if you think someone is shooting laser beams into your penis or vagina, definitely get help. You could be getting gangster. Yeah, you should get that looked into. <laughs> uh, next, we got spitting on trash can. Is it like? Someone else spits on a trash can, or you feel the urge to spit on a trash can? No, it doesn't specify, so it could be either. Okay. If you ever feel some strange urge to spit on a trash can, that could be gang stalking. I guess if you see people spitting, right. you're also getting That's probably more like it. Look out for either or. Yeah. Honestly, let's just be careful. The whole phenomenon. Next is um, Anthony LeClaire. Left casino player's card in pair of pants in my dryer. Dude, that would be kind of spooky. Imagine if you had no idea who this guy was, right? You've put your pants in the dryer, you've taken them out, and you've found his casino player's card in your pair of pants. This is obviously a very specific sign here. Yeah. Um, unless, unless I don't think this happens to dozens of people. If people know this Anthony LeClaire fellow. If this has happened multiple times, though, then I think they've got a case. If, if this individual... Well, it could be... This is one of those things where it could be... Someone's being individually stalked, mm. but they might have some underlying drug use or mental health issues. Right, and they're interpreting it as being gang stalked. That, yeah, right, um, sort of compiles it into this one big, massive thing where they're worried about everything. Right. But it's just Anthony, Anthony LeClaire fucking with them. That prick. <laughs> Fuck you, Anthony LeClaire. I don't know you, but you need to leave this person alone. Stop putting your fucking casino cards in his pants, you dickhead. Next up, we've got... These are some... Some conversations that were overheard by our by our uh, blog person. So this is overheard from gang stalkers. So from from one of their doctors said, "I should piss on her floor." Uh, which I mean, uh, you don't want to hear that. Someone. So someone. This person was in a hospital. Yeah, this person went into the hospital. They do talk about some of the signs here are like about going into hospital and stuff right. like that. Okay. Very specific. Yeah. So, so when this person was in the hospital, their doctor one said of the said that they should piss on her floor. Uh, and then we've got. <laughs> from various nurses, physicians, and caregivers. Bitch, you will never get any conditioner. Yeah, see, to me, this just sounds like they're mishearing people. Yeah. Right. I, I, yeah. I think it comes down to that sort of directed conversations thing mm. where they might be hearing. Two people talk separately. So two nurses might be talking to each other mm. and be talking about conditioner for some reason. Right. And they automatically assume that that message is directed towards them. Yeah. Yeah. We've given you some signs now. Now you can go out into the world and work out whether you're being gang stalked. You're probably not being gang stalked though, really. <laughs> or in all likelihood, of all the three people that listen to this... None of you are being gangstalked. I'll tell you that right now. Maybe for the kind of person who does listen to this, you might be being gangstalked though. Oh, like the, the oh, you're, you're, that's our audience. <laughs> All right, so go take those signs out into the world. Next up, we're going to be talking about a bit of electronic harassment. Ooh. So, in addition to the physical harassment, the the list that we just went through of things that people can do to you, there's also electronic harassment, which. So many targeted individuals, individuals, which is what these people call themselves, if you think you're being gang-stalked, you're a targeted individual, believe that electronic harassment constitutes a part of gang-stalking. Um, and it sort of comes in a lot of different forms, but one of the main things is people putting messages into your mind. Uh, voices, thoughts, emotions. So using some sort of 
invisible ray or weapon. Right. Um, and usually this is related to the, like, people think the government's doing it. Right. Um, this is sort of also comes back to, like, people thinking the TV putting messages into your brain and all that sort of stuff. Right, yeah. It's all linked into that. I see why you're not drinking. Um, I see why you're doing No Nut. No Nut November. Whatever. Um, people believe that they, they're getting messages put in their head and they're hearing voices. And it, it's, it's, you know, obviously you can dismiss that as some sort of schizophrenia, but what these people would say is that that people are creating that. Okay, sure. They make them look schizophrenic. Okay. Do you know, that's their sort yeah, yeah, yeah. of... That's their excuse for it. Yep. Uh, and it, th- this actually can have some pretty serious uh, consequences. There was a, uh, a man named Myron May who went to a Florida university... Um, and actually uh, shot and killed a few people um, because he said that the government was using uh, a weapon, a laser. A direct energy weapon. Yeah. yeah, which do exist. Direct energy weapons are real. I'll mm. go into those in a second. But he said that the government was using this sort of weapon against him um, to cause him chest pain. Okay. He just couldn't bear it anymore. So he went out and tried to solve the problem, I guess, by right. hurting people. Um, and this guy was, he used to be, I think he was a lawyer beforehand. Right. And he just snaps and went right off the, the deep end. And you, you actually see that a lot with a lot of the, these cases of people. Um, like another example is Terry Davis, who's pretty famous for creating um, Temple OS. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the operating system for praising God. He actually, he passed away last week, unfortunately. Um, but he, um, he had a master's degree in um, engineering, I think. And he was... Well known, and then he just one day snapped, right? And, and he he got fully into this gang stalking stuff and all that sort of stuff, and he just broke. went off the deep end, right? Um, <clears throat> but in cases of uh, sort of proven stuff, uh, we've got a, a man that won a court case against a former business associate who had threatened to use jolts of radiation against him. Um, so uh, it was James Warbert. And he, he asserted that, among other sort of classic stalking things, like being tailed in his car, phone tapping, but he said that he was caused physical illness by radioactive microwave signals t- targeted at him. Sure, okay. And the judge turned around and said, you know what? Sure. And actually ruled in this guy's favour and actively told his business associate to stop using laser weapons against him, to harass him. So is that like a recognition that he was using laser weapons against him? Like, had the judge decided this was the truth? I, th- I, I mean, I guess that's the deliberation, right? If, you, if, you, if he's um, going in James Warbert's favour, that must mean that he thinks it's true. That's pretty spooky. Because um, basically what he did is he, t- he took in all this evidence of these sort of weapons existing. Which they do. Yeah. Um, for instance, there's a there's a, a weapon called the active denial system, which people sort of call the heat ray. Okay. Um, it's made by a company called Raytheon. Yeah. Which actually they also like um, a major arms manufacturer. Yeah. They work globally. Yeah. They, they're in yeah. Australia. You can yeah. buy from them in Australia. Yeah. This system is basically a ranged microwave that you can aim at people and it cooks their skin. Um, wow. Yeah. That is spooky. Yeah. It, it uh, to the point where you can actually get burns, but there's no there's no physical trace. It's not like a gun. It's you just have burns. You just get start getting 
your skin starts like, getting hot. Right. Um, and I think the pain people reach the pain threshold within like three seconds. Holy shit. And then they, they have to move. And that's basically what it's used for. It's used for sort of crowd control to get people out of an area. They're directed at them. And then they, they have, just to, run they have to leave the area because their skin starts burning. Wow. Um, it, it heats up the water and fat molecules in the skin. Essentially, it's essentially a You're being microwaved. Yeah. So these... And these these are have they been used? They've been used, yeah. They get used frequently. Really, in the U.S. military. Really, yeah, wow. Control. Yeah, that's crazy for crowd control. Yeah, like in the U.S. or like no, usually in, in the war zones, like Afghanistan and stuff like that. Wow. In war zones. Um, but I mean, uh, um, they have been tested on American soil by Raytheon. Okay. Um, in like pr- they get used in prisons actually. Dude, that's they get used in that's prisons sick. to deter fights and stuff like that. So they'll, if there's if there's a fight breaks out, they'll turn on this active denial system. And everyone just flees. And they just got to get the fuck out. Yeah. Of it because they're, yeah, like they're essentially start catching on fire. Dude, this is the craziest thing we've talked about all episode. This is wild. Yeah, and th- these these get sold. You can fuck. They get sold in Australia. Can you like buy them? Could I buy one? Pro- if you had a lot of money. Yeah. Probably. But it's, so it's like open to private citizens. I think so. Yeah, we well, can go on the Raytheon site right now and buy stuff from them. What? Yeah. Um, and then this this company is like deep in the pockets of the U.S. government. They're very buddy buddy. Dude, that's um, huge. So and they're, they're getting they're getting like they're developing new ones that are smaller and smaller. Um, that could, that are used for like private security and things like that. So who knows if this guy had access to mm. one of these systems? Oh, these things could get into the wrong hands. Totally, sure. because they like I said they they sell to like private businesses and stuff like that. And they're not accountable after that. Yeah. No. So if. You, if you could get your hands on one, yeah, you could use them against people. Dude, this is crazy. Yeah. So these these weapons, they do exist. And they could be used against people. And I think that's why this guy sort of had a case in the court. He, he actually provided all this sort of evidence to the judge and said, look, these weapons exist. Um, here's proof that they've been used in the past. My This business associate has threatened me with it. And now I'm having... Symptoms similar symptoms it. and he actually had um scans and stuff of his body right that proved some sort of interference to making him Dude, ill that's so spooky yeah so look I, there, there's been a bit of clowning going on in yeah. regards to this gang stalking stuff but like we said earlier there are some cases where really scary shit happens where people powerful people or people that really want to get you have access to this sort of stuff yeah and they can hurt you and i think we're gonna in the next segment we're gonna go a little bit more into some real stories of organized harassment and gang stalking yeah obviously perpetrated by the fbi and cia because those guys are horrible people (laughs) all right stay tuned we're gonna hit you with some real shit now sam we like to have fun on this show don't we dude uh like we, we do it for fun and it was fun before we were like having a bit of a laugh about gang stalking the laugh, different the different signs and hand signs and some of the more ridiculous like electronic interference stuff yeah. about tvs and with a ray gun in your dick yeah that sort of thing right that was all very fun it was fun um but unfortunately some cases of gang stalking are super legit and ruin people's lives. Is this some dark? We're getting into, we're getting into the shit. yeah the nitty gritty. Uh, so it's sort of a global phenomenon as well. Like it's not just one government that's like literally claimed to do this. Mm. It's like a it's a worldwide thing. We're going to dig into two in particular. The first, which is a I guess more confirmed, and that we know more information about it, 
is what like the strategies Nazi was Nazis would use on their own citizens mm. who were deemed like you know state enemies or like political opponents. Yeah, and it's called Zersetzung. I don't know exactly. It's got like lots of different translations in Germany in German like decomposition, corrosion, undermining, biodegradation, dissolution, that sort of thing. God. And this focuses more on like psychological mm. methods, while some of the other gang stalking stuff is more physical yeah but um, this, this manifestations this sort of like harkens back when we were going through that list and we're having a good laugh about things like um using uh like people against people like yeah even just simple things like crying babies yeah dog, totally dogs barking like we're going through it and, and having a laugh but this so yeah people do you have psychological warfare like that totally so the, the stasi or like the state police in um in Nazi Germany, used this method as a means of psychological oppression and persecution, right? And they would apply it to political opponents in an effort to undermine their self-confidence and self-esteem. Operations were designed to intimidate and destabilize them by subjecting them to repeated disappointment and to socially alienate them by interfering with and disrupting their relationships with others, as in social undermining. They tried to induce personal crisis in victims, leaving them too unnerved and psychologically distressed to have the time and energy for anti-government activism. Jesus. You said uh, repeated disappointments. Yeah. Is my sex life run by Nazi Germany? Dude, maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't jump to that conclusion immediately, but it's possible. I think it's possible. But yeah, how crazy. And it's not it's not only overseas, but I guess I, mean, I guess America's still overseas, but it it's I guess Nazi Germany Nazi Germany is a place you might expect stuff like this sort of behavior. Yeah. But there's well documented stuff coming out of the fbi yeah totally they've conducted things like this too so there's a program called cointel pro which reportedly ran from 1956 to 1971 that's like the dates of operation which is a bit like ridiculous because on the same page it says recently documents show that the fbi still engages in cointel pro behavior they do that shit all the time they say they've yeah it's it's done because it's confidential yeah we we don't have confirmation that it's still going yeah so they claim like Recent documents show that they're still doing this to Black Lives Matter, mm. like that group. Yeah. So it was originally used, and it's still used, I guess, um, to surveil, infiltrate, uh, and discredit political organizations that were like anti-status quo. So some of the quoted ones are like the Communist Party in the US, uh, Black Power Movement, Nation of Islam, uh, feminist organizations, as well as like... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's cool. Which, which one are you laughing at? <laughs> Why are they doing that to a feminist organization? That's hilarious. Just the thought of the FBI like infiltrating Tumblr. <laughs> this is like in the fifties. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about like current day no, no, cases. No, 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 no. I can imagine them being like, "We need to destroy these fucking no, no, no. Tumblr kids." No, that's good. Cool. <laughs> that's not what they're doing. That's I was just more like suffragette. Yeah, they were like. These women can't have the goddamn vote. Yeah, yeah. We have to stop this now. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. So, um, they also targeted, like, Ku Klux Klan, Minutemen, like, you know, white supremacist groups, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The FBI stated the motivation for this operation, which ran from 1956 to 1971, was protecting national security, preventing violence, and maintaining the existing social and political order. So that's like the FBI no longer being like a security Jeez. group. It's like a political 
organizations. Totally. It's like, this is like where people say like, oh, you're the shadow government, the deep, the deep state, all that sort of thing. This is what they're talking about. This is it. Yeah. Anyway, we've got documented cases of it, not only in the past. Yeah, there's some current cases. So they've, they say, oh, you know, this only ran from 1956 to 1971. It was like a Edgar Hoover. I don't know. Oh, Hoover? Yeah. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So they say, oh, 1956 to 1971. So that's like 15 years. That's the same guy that uh, blackmailed Martin Luther King. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's referenced on the page. Fucking brick. Yeah. He did a lot of bad shit. Totally. So, yeah, recent documents show the FBI still engages in COINTELPRO behavior by surveilling Black Lives Matter. Oh. So they say, oh, yeah, 56 to 71, but also today, which probably means also since 1956. Yeah. Oh, you know that they're doing this shit. Totally. Um, It would just be classified documents, so we don't really have access. It'd have a different name, be like a different sub department of the FBI that claims a different program. And yeah, they totally do it. So that's stuff we're talking about earlier. And like you said, we're having a good old belly chuckle at them yeah that that could almost certainly be happening to people like you said like in the black lives matter group today yeah absolutely now i know that um i'm pretty sure that i think they're categorized as a terrorist organization really at the moment yeah the fbi said they are yeah yeah i'm assuming that's their justification for it right maybe that's why they give them the labels so they can target them it's not because they believe it it's just like yeah oh if we call them terrorists we can do what we like to them well, it means they fall under the sort of the scope of that um, strategy of Contel Pro. Yeah. If they're a terrorist organization, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, right. And, you know, I, I agree or, or not with Black Lives Matter, you have to say that this sort of stuff's really scary. Whichever, totally. whichever side of the aisle you fall on. Yeah. The FBI is saying that they want to control or, you know, keep the status quo or control social norms yeah it's really fucking scary but it's kind of interesting as well because like i feel like there's this weird thing that goes on people just like sort of forget about news and have you noticed that black lives matter just like hasn't been around yeah it's been what at least over a year since there's been like any serious black lives matter demonstrations yeah for sure it honestly sounds like black lives matter members have been the victims of COINTELPRO operations so you think that their sort of fall from popular media could be due to Absolutely, COINTEL Pro operations. I believe it. I, I, mean, I think I, the, just uh, just reading the stuff that they've done in the past. That is actively what they do. Yeah. Oh shit! I feel bad. And the thing is, like, they put like Sad. with the Communist Party stuff in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, but fuck them though. Yeah, they I deserve it. I, fuck <laughs> <the communists>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might not agree with them, but like, what they did was they would like put they would like mask operatives to join the party and then yeah. cause like factional rifts in the party. Mm. And then suddenly you've got the socialists fighting the communists instead of any of them actually fighting what, what they the Democrats be, and Republicans. Yeah, what they should right? be uniting yeah. fight against. So they've just like probably made all these little rifts in Black Lives Matter and all the, these other like political mm. organizations. And now they've cut off. They're, they're separated. Yeah. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. It's happening. Yeah. So the political parties that you see without these operations happening to them are the ones that the FBI doesn't have an issue with. Because they're status quo. Yeah, they're just, totally. Just That's online, fine. Yeah. You know, whatever. When you start to, um, you know, espouse more radical beliefs. Yeah. Suddenly your organization's fractured and you're divided and you're a terrorist organization. Now. Yeah. It's so scary. Like I said, like either side of the aisle, you don't want any organization 
that has the power to do that. Totally. Because it'll happen to you. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. When, when the wrong people get into power, they'll use it against you. Totally. It's never good to champion this sort of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. So, and aside from the FBI, um, there are other organizations that do undertake gang stalking. And one of the ones that is probably most well known. Yeah. Um, Scientology. Scientology. Now those people are fucking nuts. Yeah. And they, they do this. If you, yeah. if you are at all affiliated or know anyone affiliated with Scientology yeah. and there's been any sort of rift, or even if there hasn't been a rift, and you, and, you think, and you think you're being gang-stalked, you definitely are much more likely being gang-stalked by yeah. Scientologists. You, oh, look, if you watch any documentary um, on Scientology, like the Louis Thoreau one's quite good, Going Clear is quite good. Yep. Um, you watch any of those and you'll see evidence of gang Those people are being gang-stalked. <laughs> That's what it looks like if all the claims are oh, real, no. basically. And, it, and it's not subtle gang-stalking either. No. They'll, they'll like surround their fucking house with people yeah um and just stand there and watch them and stuff like and just that. can't leave they'll, they'll try and um slander them mm. they're similar to sort of what the fbi were doing or the nazis were doing yeah their public image they try and tarnish just it. totally shot and then no one believes anything they say exactly yeah because obviously they want they don't want um people to believe what they said about scientology to be true so they have to say well how discredit everything nothing they say yeah true. um Dude, oh, dude, Scientology. We should, oh, maybe we should do an episode on Scientology. Yeah, we totally could. That would actually be really good. Yeah. Can we do that? We can do that for sure. Do you think we'll get in trouble? Well, they do have some reach. I feel like we've do already done the deed now. Do you think any of the three people that watch the show could be Scientologists? We already determined that they're all getting gang stalked. Well, I just don't want to get dobbed in. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want Tom Cruise I'd busting down our window and kicking our ass. I would rather not get gang stalked by Scientologists. If that's possible. I don't think we would. Okay. I think good. we do the episode on it. Okay. And then I, we I see if we get gangstalk. Yeah. I don't think it'll matter. <laughs> if, if we get gangstalk, it'll, it'll add credence to our whole that's true. topic. Yeah, for sure. Fuck them. <laughs> We're going to wrap this all up now. We've given you an example of what gangstalking might look like. We had a little laugh about it. Ha ha. It um, was funny. It's, no, it's it, no longer funny. <laughs> it's no longer funny because after that we went into... Electronic harassment using laser beams and things like that, which is also kind of funny. Yeah, a little bit. The long range microwaves. Yeah, and then and then we got into some real shit and to the documented cases. Yeah. Of people getting gang stalked, this actively happening, large organizations. Like, yeah, federal governments trying to destroy groups and people. Yeah. Because either they think what they say is too extreme or whatever. It just doesn't toe the line. But it's certainly a weird phenomenon where. Gang stalking, I don't think you would have heard of anything like that back in the 70s or the 80s. Yeah. And I think this sort of thing basically comes from the rise of the popularity of the internet. Yes. Because that's what the internet does. It lets people connect and form these groups. Of people like them. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm sort of talking more about the people that probably aren't getting gang stalked, which is the vast majority of these people. Sure. Yeah. I would say it's the minority. That are truly being gang stalked. truly being gang stalked. Yeah. But the vast majority, often it would be maybe drug use or mental health yeah. issues. But the internet allows those people to connect yeah. and form little groups. And, and you get like echo chambers and confirmation bias. Exactly. Yeah. They all start patting each other on the back and saying, yeah. yes, I'm having those symptoms as well. Which yeah, you are right. a victim. You're not crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. It's basically like a group of paranoid people coming together and confirming each other's paranoia. Which yeah. is super dangerous. Yeah. And can lead to that sort of stuff where you have that guy going to that university yeah. because they've been indoctrinated 
into it and made to think that what they're thinking is a normal thing. Yeah. But you see it all the time. It's like a fucking fairies. <laughs> you wouldn't have heard of fairies before the internet. Yes, yeah, because they can actually form a community. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, sure, they had conventions and stuff, but it was pretty mild. Yeah. But now it's all over the place. It's like you amplified. Know, you could go ask like any random person about fairies and they'll know. Yeah. And it's only because the internet, it lets them gather and be weird together. I think we're part of the problem because we just introduced a whole bunch of people to gang stalking. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I think it's an interesting little topic. Yeah. And I think we covered some pretty interesting stuff. For sure. So what do you, what do you reckon? We got to get a uh, call on this. It definitely happens, but I think if you can't, imagine why you would be a target you're probably not a target i think the main thing is is on an individual level you have to have some sort of reason yes for it to be happening yes valid very valid it can't be oh my ex-girlfriend said she'd shoot me in the dick with a laser beam yeah it's not really valid (laughs) yeah and no wonder she's your ex either (laughs) um Yeah, so I think, but if you are a part of a political organization that really does challenge status quo, I wouldn't immediately dismiss it. No, it happens. I think we've, I think we've proven that today. We've yeah, gone over it, and we've proven that those sort of things do happen. And totally, it's fucking dangerous. Yeah, it's like nineteen eighty four, man. It's pretty crazy. It's like fucking Orwellian shit. Yeah, it scares me. I'm scared. Yeah, hold me, Zach. I'm scared. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> so yeah, that's my that's my hot take. Yeah, I agree with that. I think ninety nine point nine nine percent. Yes. Of gang stalking stuff is in insanity, yes. L- literal insanity, yeah. mental illness, drug use, whatever. Mm. But that 001 percent is real. Totally, and it totally, happen. it's happening. People in powerful positions can have access to certain things that make people's lives very difficult. Yeah. Or the FBI, they can just say, "Oh, fee fi fo fum, you're a fucking terrorist, <laughs> and I'm gonna we're gonna destroy your cause." Yeah. Because we think it fucks with the status quo. Totally, and like that appears to have happened with Black Lives Matter. We've got a few options going ahead for the next few episodes. We're very excited. We've got a lot of topics we can do. Yeah. As I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm pretty keen to do Scientology. I think that'd be a fun laugh. Yeah, well, just this last little chat about it has definitely got me keen. I think it'll be hilarious. Yeah, I'm also sort of keen to do a bit of an investigation into the Rainbow Warrior incident, which was a case where a Greenpeace ship was destroyed by French spies in New Zealand. Dude, it's it's yeah, dude, it's crazy. It was only like the nineteen seventies. Yeah. All right, look, we'll pick one we're, of them. We're gonna think about it. Yeah, we'll pick one. Tune in next week for either some depressing story about Greenpeace people <laughs> dying or some alien called Xenu throwing souls into a volcano. It could be anything. You never know. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode about gang stalking. Gang stalking. Catches. <laughs>